Hey, everybody. Welcome to another special episode of Puck Off. I am your host, Chris Nozick, joined, as always, by my co-host, Andrew Johnson. Andrew, how are you and the Short Shift Boys doing? We're doing good. Um, we are actually right after we record this batch, I'm going to head into th- another recording studio well, and I'm going to be on video. I'm going to be on camera and me and uh, Loqual, a.k.a. Ian, are producing a video together. So and that's Don't kind break of your camera. Yep. That's going to be that's a uh, it's going to be a short shift soft. Wow. 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 Short shift soft launch <laughs> okay yeah words they exist words are a thing speaking words of words thing yes speaking of words seattle kraken they are words as well that is who they we are, are looking at words. yes correct episode. um who first of all who would have thought we'd be covering the seattle kraken after the L, after the tampa bay lightning i did i didn't would you said on the last episode it's like tampa bay is this early but yeah yeah, Tampa Bay was behind Seattle by two points. They finished behind Minnesota by three points. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, you know, <laughs> with multiple, multiple $7 million buyouts. But we digress. We Yeah, we'll get to that. So Seattle, they've taken a less conventional approach. They have four alternate captains, Adam Larson, Jaden Schwartz, Jordan Eberle, and Yanni Gord. Uh, first of all, do you think they keep that leadership core with all four letters again? You mean next year or heading into this year? The coming year. Yeah. I think so. I think it speaks to an organizational philosophy of, you know, even depth. This is, this is the, (laughs) this is going to sound weird, but this is the NHL. This team is the NHL equivalent of communism. Everything is so evenly spread out. I I was, yeah, no kidding. This, <laughs> I was going to say, this is Ron Francis trying to recapture what type of locker room was in Boston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spread everything out. Everything is even. Everybody's on equal playing field. But yeah, I mean, honestly, even to your point, the contracts all say it. Everly, yeah. Schwartz, Bjorkstrand, Gord, McCann, Wenberg. All under six. All under six. Five and change. Mm-hmm. Wenberg is four and a half. Yep. Defense. The only player that makes a little bit more, that, that makes more than six mil, is Vince Dunn, and he just signed that new deal. Right. 7.35. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's not even that bad. No. No. So, 60 some odd points last year. Not bad at all. So Seattle, what mm-hmm. do you like? What don't you like? Do they make the playoffs again? So we just talked about the Pacific recently with our Calgary episode. Um, I like this team. I think they're due for a pretty deep regression this year because a lot of their success last year was a ridiculously unsustainable shooting percentage. They shot 13% last year as a team. Do you know how insane that is? But they have good shooters. They have good. They have great. They have, they have good shooting talent. They have very good shooting talent up and down the lineup, but 13% over an 82 game season is in, is fucking crazy. Do it again. 
do it again. I don't well, know if they could do it again. <laughs> well, they got Ellie Tolvanen off of waivers, so that will help. Which, by the way, Dan, good job, Poyle, on that one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fantastic work. I, I'm rooting for Tolvanen. You know, yeah, oh, no, honestly, this year I look, at, I look at Ellie Tolvanen as replacing Daniel Sprong in this lineup. Put him higher in the lineup, okay? A little bit higher, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's weird though because like Jordan Eberle, 33 years old, has the last year of his contract. He's got a modified no trade clause. He's part of your expansion team. I don't think you trade him, but what do you re-sign him for? Because mm-hmm. he's not an eight million dollar player. Mm-hmm. I think for Eberle, Eberle is a um. I think Eberly, I think he's paid fairly. 5.5. But here's here's the problem. All right, for Seattle. If we give them a little bit of a longer term look, next year they have $27.7 million in cap space. Okay. Mm-hmm. 27 at about four if the cap goes up. So you talk about let average it to about $30 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh first and foremost, do you get Andre Burakovsky back? Yes. Okay, that eats into it 5.5 mil. Next year, you have Chris Dreiger, uh, Jacob Megna, Mm -hmm. Justin Schultz. That's the back end. Mm -hmm. Pierre Edward Bellamar, Cole Lind, Matty Beneers, Ellie Tolvanen, Kaylor Yamamoto, Alex Winberg, and Jordan Eberle. All up for new contracts. Maddie Beniers is going to be interesting. Now, you also hope by then Shane Wright has taken a jump, mm-hmm. and you hope this year that your center core can go Beniers, Wright, Gord, Wenberg. Mm-hmm. That's your ideal. Right. I just don't know if Shane Wright's ready. Ready to take that step. Right. Think about this. He is one game shy of qualifying for the American Hockey League. Mm-hmm. Now one there's game shy. Yep. He he played in 24 games in the OHL last year. He needed 25. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there's there's talk that there's that they're just going to kind of say, fuck that one game. Mm hmm. And that that OHL and um, the national the NHLPA are basically just going to say fuck that one game. Like it's one game, right? He gets that one game, he can immediately go to the AHL. Why do it? Yeah, all it does is push another kid off that squad for one game, right? And that's weird, and that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. If it was like five, six, seven, eight games we're having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's 60 minutes of hockey. For Beneers, it's like 20. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. Beneers, for Shane Wright. Yeah. Like, what is he going to do? Go put up two goals in 20 minutes and then be like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming for the A. Like, Lee Valley, I'm coming. <laughs> Coachella Valley, let's go. Yeah, it's Coachella Valley. Yeah. But yeah, Lehigh Valley is Philly. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I know. That's why that's why they came to my mind. Mm-hmm. But 
it's 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 a really weird. And also, by the way, both of their NHL goaltenders, Philip Grubauer and Chris Dreiger, have no trade clauses. Chris Dreiger has a no trade clause. It's no modified, but still. Oh. 10 teams he does not want to go to. So he basically is two thirds of the league he can go to, but still. Yeah. Joey Decord is ready. Mm-hmm. They need to get Joey Decord to start and have Philip Grubauer back him up. They, yeah. Philip, I don't think, I, I think, I think the universe has moved on from the need to have Philip Grubauer try to be a starting goaltender in the NHL. I don't think that's what he is. Well, the thing is, is, at best, I was going to say he can he can be a starter. If Joey Decord gets hurt, I want Philip Grubauer to be my starter. If I'm Seattle, Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. But there's that qualifier. If Joey Decord gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. I want Joey Decord to start in my net better yet. But here's the thing. I want to use the preseason to make him take the job Mm -hmm. because Grubauer Mm -hmm. is still good enough that if if Joey Decord comes into camp, and he's not on his game, I can still send him down to AHL. Yep. So I'm okay with that. (laughs) And that is why I have not gotten rid of Chris Chris Dreiger. He's going to go through waivers. He will get waived in camp, I have a feeling. Yeah. Um, Or get dealt or something. But... He's somebody who who injuries have kind of taken a toll on over the years. Yeah, that's true too. Um, Mm. I love them. I love their defense. Dunn, Alexiak, Larson, Dumoulin, Schultz, Borgen, Flory, like solid depth. Mm -hmm. If their goaltending comes through with Grubauer and Decord, Dreiger has a good ceiling too. I'll include him in that. But Mm -hmm. if if they can score, they could win the division. Pacific being that wide open, sure. If they can score, that's the mm-hmm. problem. And you mentioned it. Shooting percentage last year was through the roof. Yes. 12% doesn't seem like a high number, but when you take into the take into account that the NHL average is 10% over hundreds of over thousands upon thousands of shots. Yeah. A 2% jump on that is fucking huge. They're just Does Jared McCann score 40 goals again. Maybe 35. I'll take that. But they're they're a team, like you said, they're they're communism on paper. Everybody gets a little bit. Yep. And as a treat. <laughs> and that's how they all are gonna roll. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what they're gonna do when it comes to trade deadline. Like they are great position to be buyers. Sure. Great position. Um, the problem is, is half of their team, literally, Eberle, Schwartz, Bjorkstrand, Gord, McCann, Wenberg, Tanev, uh, Alexiak, Larson, Dumoulin, Schultz, all have no trade clauses. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, Roger and Je- Andre Burakovsky have, all have no trade clauses, too. Weirdly enough, Jaden Schwartz has a no movement clause. Yes. That means he just can't be waived. Yeah, right. Which, fine. Whatever. Um, I wouldn't be waving or trading Jaden Schwartz anyway. Mm-hmm. But w- basically, 
Kaylor Yamamoto, Ellie Tolvanen, Maddie Beneers, who is untouchable as far as I'm concerned if I'm them. Um, they are not nailed down. Mm-hmm. Um, Borgen, Kale Flurry are not, you know, Magna and Bellamar. Bellamar is actually interesting because you can trade him. He's still Bellamar is interesting because if there is a team out there that needs a defensively responsible old vet who's won a cup at the trade deadline and you're kind of on the precipice and maybe you want to recoup a couple draft picks or something like a couple of lower to mid round draft picks. Bellamar is a, is a solid piece for that. Can I also mention, by the way, since we're talking also, it's probably his last year in the NHL. So there's that storyline. They have all of their draft picks. So this team can buy like a motherfucker mm-hmm. at the trade yep. deadline. Mm-hmm. Yep. They they could go get Mark Shifley right now if they wanted him. <laughs> I I wouldn't bring him in, by the way, if I'm them. No. But right now. But point, point, point taken. Right now, Ron Francis can go, hey, Dave Haxtall, go figure out what the missing piece is and I'll go get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. Because right, right. they can trade some of these other people. Like Joey DeCourt, as, as much as you don't want to pay or trade a solid starter, he's 27 years old. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly like you're trading Spencer Knight. Right. You can go and replace Joey DeCourt at 27 years old. Do you Goalies replace him Spencer rooted. Knight? Probably. <laughs> but like goalies are voodoo. Chris mm-hmm. Dreiger could be this year's Alex Lyon. Nah. Like, I, I mean, you're not, there's nobody on this team, regardless of their no trade clause status, there's nobody on this team that you look at and go, oh, they're completely untradeable. Mm-hmm. They're untradeable. Beneers. What's that? Except Beneers. Except, Beneers. Except for Beneers, but even, even then, as good as Matty Beneers is, Depending on what he's getting you, if you, if what he's getting you is going to push you over the top, mm-hmm. right? Now, don't get me wrong. It, it's not just a one-for-one, one, by the way. You know, if if you're trading Matty Beneers, you're trading him for, you know, a first-round pick plus an NHL player plus two B-level prospects and a third. You know what I mean? Like you're getting a haul for him. I'm intentionally overpricing it so that um I'm setting a market to be too unrealistic because oh hundred percent. Truly, truly. That, that's the idea of a boss of trading Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. Yeah. You, like a, tw- a a fucking 20-year-old Patrice Bergeron. Right. You it, it's stupid to look to even think about because no one wants to pay the price. Yeah. But I wouldn't nail him down and say he's untouchable. The reason I dis- why I, 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 I disagree. I think a player like that, you have to nail down again. He's, I would core. he's part of your core. He's going to be part of your core right now, though. Your core. He's the only piece of your future core right now. Your team is 28.6 years of age on average. That is the mm-hmm. same age as the Tampa Bay Lightning. Well, the expansion draft will do that. It will. Yeah. Your your core. If you look at the non roster forwards. Mm-hmm. 
on cap friendly. Mm-hmm. 18, 19, 19, 19, 19, 23, 21, 20, 22, 20, 20, 23. Mm-hmm. That's your core. Every single one of those guys is on an ELC. Is Matty Beneers part of that? Yes. However, Matty Beneers can get you three more of those. Mm-hmm. Plus mm-hmm. A, a, a plus a player for now. So it, it it's a philosophy. And, and it's one that someone has to have the balls to do. Mm-hmm. But you also have to have someone on the other side who has the balls to trade five pieces for one. What's what's good, Julian Brisebois? <laughs> I'm not talking five future first round picks from 28 to 20, 20, 33. All right. I'm I'm talking to put it in um to put it well let let me put it to you this way. Mm. He could get you if you're trading with Toronto, he could get you Matthew Nyes and William Nylander plus. Okay? If you're trading Does with Toronto, do that. Oh god no. Yeah. No. I th- this is the type of talent though that you're looking at when I say he's outrageously priced. Right. You're talking Lisel, DeBrusque, Swayman plus. Mm-hmm. Lori plus like that that you start with Lori Lysel Swayman and then you go plus 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 mm-hmm. you start with Nyes and Nylander and you go plus 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 you start with three pieces and plus 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 that's mm-hmm. how outrageous it would be to trade for him my mm-hmm. only point is is you don't have him nailed down okay but he you make you make before. you make it so you make it so like you basically have to burn the house down in order to get the part that's not nailed down because <laughs> it's exactly. so fucking protected. Right, right. Because if if that's the price someone's willing to pay for him, first of all, that should be how anything is. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. If if you're gonna get Nylander, Matthews, and Nyes plus a second and a first. Are you going to say no to trading Matty Beneers? Mm. Like, that's when you sit there and go, yeah, I'll throw in a second round pick just to get it done. Just Mm -hmm. so we don't have to quibble about it. Because those two pieces for those five, oh boy, you've changed your entire organization. And what happens if Beneers gets hurt? Yeah, there's. I mean, yeah, that's a that, that that's a question for every deal you make, and and, and, and that's the and and that's the same thing. If you look at a team like Edmonton, would you trade Connor McDavid? <laughs> Give me the core four for Toronto, and I might consider it. Right, that's my point. Yeah, like you'd be stupid not to consider it, but you'd be dumb to pull the trigger if it wasn't a massive overpay. Mm-hmm. But this team, like, he fits in the minors, not in the majors. Mm-hmm. Because he's so young. You need someone else to step up. You need to be able to start shedding some of these older players. The problem is, is with these older players, you are a contender. Mm-hmm. Where do they finish? I think Seattle has the most variance. Of all of the teams that we're going to talk about, they could finish second. They could finish first. They could finish sixth. <laughs> um. Ultimately, though, 
That goaltending is a big question mark. We got to admit. Yep. That shooting talent is going to have to repeat something that hasn't been repeated in a long ass time in the NHL. Modern era, at least. I have them in the three, four range in the division. Mm-hmm. I, I'll put them fourth. I'll put them fourth. But if Grubauer can figure it out, if Drager and or Decord can figure it out, and they maintain at least some of that outrageous shooting percentage, they could take it. I like how I like how Francis has made this team. I like how he has put this team together. And also, like you said, Shane Wright is another wild card of a piece. So right now I have him closer to the three two spot in the division mm-hmm. because of what they did last year. And, and I don't mean that in the shooting percentage. This, this team has really good shooters. So I think they're going to deviate from the average and be above average. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to say I'm, I think they're going to repeat exactly what they did last year, but they're going to be a good shooting team. Mm-hmm. Can they replicate what they did defensively. Because that's what gave teams problems in the playoffs was their defense. Yeah. I worry about goaltending, but if Joey Decord can do something, then they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. If if Philip Grubauer is still Philip Grubauer from Colorado, they'll be okay. Yeah. That's why I go two to three on them. Because the other thing that they have, they have depth. We were talking mm-hmm. about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. This team has depth. Their fourth and third line will be out there as much as their second and third first line. Mm-hmm. Yes, obviously you're going to favor the talent of Schwartz. Bjork, their third but... line would be a decent second line on most teams. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They have depth. If one guy goes down, they're not fucked. Mm-hmm. And that they lost. Happen. They lost a guy like Daniel Sprong. And they replaced him. With, and they replaced him with. Uh, they replaced him with a Kyler Yamamoto, who will no longer have the pressure of trying to play next to Connor McDavid. Right. Solid little player he is. He is. I yeah. think Taylor Yamamoto is going to show and probably have a career year. Mm-hmm. Because there's no pressure on him. No one gives a fuck what he does. And this team has shown by going out and giving him 1.5 million for a year, they have said we want you to be a part of this. By the way, he's 24. So if he's 24, would you put him on a line with Baneers? Sure. Why not? Give it a shot. And you have two other players, too, that are knocking on the door. You have, like you said, Shane Wright. And you have a guy who didn't play a single regular season game last year for them, but played 10 playoff games and had five points and was an was he was very Lucic-esque in how he played in terms of his prime. Prime Lucic, not now Lucic. Prime Lucic. Ty Karchai. Keep an eye on that name. They, yeah. They, they're gonna, I think they're gonna surprise some people. Um, mm-hmm. again, A lot of it for me, again, has to do with the goaltending, but I can see a scenario where they just, they, they fucking take the division. Yeah. So, you know, they they're this division because it's so wide open, 
Mm-hmm. I, I you could make the cases for them to lose, but I I think it's I think second place is theirs to give up. Okay. And and I think they're gonna beat up on the central a lot. They're gonna out. I mean, th- this is the team that came into Boston and handed them their first L at in in the Garden last year. They sure did. All right, and, and it pains us to say it, but you know they're gonna tell a lot of teams this year to puck off. It's gonna be a short shift soft. Wow, wow, wow! Short shift soft launch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Words. 